Welcome back to Bible Reading Today and our study in Romans on Assurance of Salvation. I'm happy that you've joined us again today, and today we're continuing with Lesson 10. Now, as we said last time, the thought of a genuine believer in Jesus continuing to live a sinful lifestyle after coming to faith in Christ is just impossible to sustain. And that's because whenever anyone comes to faith in Christ, God imparts his Holy Spirit to the believer to indwell in him or her. And this results in a new set of desires, desires that correspond with righteousness. It'll be helpful for us to think for a few moments about how this works its way out in daily actions in the believer's experience. Now, it's true that as believers, we have the help of the Holy Spirit giving us a new set of want-tos, if you will, a desire for God and holiness and God's Word and Christian companionship, for example. And when we've come to Christ, our want-tos change. Before we were saved, we didn't want to go to church, for example, and now we do want to go. We didn't want to hang out with Christians, but now we enjoy being around other believers. We didn't want to read our Bibles, but now we can't miss a day. Our desires have changed, and those kinds of things are evidence of the Holy Spirit's presence in our hearts. This is what it means when we say that Jesus lives in my heart. It means that his life, his presence, has come to live in my desires and my thoughts, in other words. Now, don't get the idea that from now on you'll have no struggle against sin, for you will soon find out that although you now have these desires for godliness, you still have desires for sinfulness, too. And you may think to yourself, what in the world has gone wrong now? I thought I had escaped all of that. No, the answer is you haven't escaped all of that. Nothing has gone wrong. You're living in a transitional condition. You're dwelling both in the presence of God because you're saved, and yet you're still dwelling in the presence of sin because you're still living here on earth. You're not in heaven yet. As believers, we're still in the presence of sin. Now, one day that will change. Jesus will come for us and we'll be changed into his likeness. Or perhaps we'll die physically and be raised again at his coming. And either way, we'll be released from sin's presence and that will be glorious. But in the meantime, while we're waiting for one of those things to happen to us, we have to struggle against falling back into sinful patterns. Even though the Holy Spirit lives in us, victory over sin in our daily lives isn't automatic, although our ultimate salvation is secure. We're responsible to cooperate with the Spirit as the Spirit battles the old sin nature, which still tempts us to sin. Now, how does one do this? In exactly the same way that you were saved. You trusted God's grace and lived by faith, committing yourself to learn and do what God says you should do in daily life. You called on Him to empower you by His Spirit. And dear one, that is exactly the same way that we overcome sin in the flesh. When you begin to do this, you're going to discover two realities. One is that the struggle against sin is real. The old habits of the old life don't die quickly, unfortunately. But secondly, you'll discover that you really can have victory over those old ways. 
Little by little, those old sins that held you in their grip begin to lose their power over you until one day you look up and you think to yourself, why, I don't even want to do that anymore. If you remember how you struggled against that sin before you were a believer and you always fell back into it, you may wonder to yourself how it could be that you finally escaped it. Well, just thank the Lord. It's His Spirit living in you that gave you the power to escape that sin. So there's good news and bad news. The good news is that as you live by faith, God's Spirit will help you overcome sin all the way home to heaven. But the bad news is that you're going to continue to struggle with sin all the way home to heaven. You'll discover as you go that as soon as you get victory over one sinful behavior, another one will crop up that needs to be dealt with. And this is God's plan, by the way. What he's doing in our lives between here and heaven is described in Romans 8.29. And that verse says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined. Predestined for what? Predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Now, this is God's plan for us that we would struggle against sin, learn to have victory over it by living in him and trusting him and become like Christ. He's getting us ready for heaven. Now, this has been a bit of a detour today, but I hope it's been helpful. In our next lesson, we're going to go back to the subject of our new relationship to God's law now that we're Christians. We'll look forward to seeing you then. Have a blessed day.